This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, replay changing careers. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to another replay episode of the show. In case you missed it, we are replaying some of our favorite episodes as we've taken some time off. But this is our last replay and last you know thing we've brought out of the vaults. Next week, we have um, fresh episodes that we're going to be delivering to you. So get ready for that. But in the meantime, this week's about changing careers, and this has been one of our most popular episodes to date based on download numbers and feedback that I've gotten from listeners and from clients. So in this episode, I talk about how to strategically move in your career because this is what I'm doing for clients all day, every day. I won't get into too many details right now because in a second, you'll hear my former intro where I tell all the details and then you'll hear my solo episode. So I hope you enjoy it and I hope you have a lot of takeaways and I will see you back on the show next week for fresh episodes. Be sure to join me then as well. Bye. Hi there, Miss Unstoppable. So grateful to have you for this episode. Changing careers is what we're talking about today. And it is by far one of the biggest topics I coach on with my clients. So many women come to me with a goal of wanting to feel more fulfilled in their career and saying, I just need to change careers, Lindsay, and I don't know where it is I want to go, but I'm hoping you can help me find that, and I'm hoping I can step into that new career without losing the momentum and the money I've gained thus far. And I'm like, oh, honey, I am so excited for this goal because it's so exciting to see women step into their highest potential and have deeply fulfilling careers and really getting them to see the impact their career is making on their lives. Because a lot of times we just kind of put up with things or we just think, well, this is as good as it's going to get. You know, this is a good job. I should be grateful. I've done all these trainings or certifications or degrees or whatever to get to this place, if not just put in my time and maybe some money here and there, that, you know, I should just kind of sit back and enjoy the ride. You know, I see this even with my husband. He is, gosh, 43. I always forget how old he is. He's 43. He's in a really great spot in his career. But, you know, he's gotten to a point where he's done the same thing now for, goodness, like eight years. And so it's just this this, um, interesting place for him. So he's trying to navigate that. And of course, he tells me I am not his his coach. I'm his wife. So it's, it's interesting to watch it 
play out in my own home, but it's so fun to watch it play out with the women I get to coach because we get to make so many changes in just a few months and get them to a place where um, they know where they want to go next and taking massive action to that place and in a strategic way that again, they don't lose the momentum and money. It kind of blows their minds, to be honest with you, because our minds can be so limiting and think, oh, well, you know, I did all of this to become a lawyer. I have to just stay a lawyer or I have to just stay as a doctor or I have to just stay, you know, in this management role or whatever it is. And it's just not true at all, at all. So we're going to blow some of those myths out of the water today. As I said earlier, I'm going to give you my top tips on how to make this transition really smooth for you. And I cannot wait to jump into it. But before we do, just want to give a shout out to everyone who's leaving a review for the show, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It just takes a few minutes. Go leave a quick few words about why you love this show. I would so appreciate it. It's just like a cherry on top when I get the notifications that a review was left of showing up and doing this work. I love doing it no matter what, but those reviews kind of fuel me a little bit. So thank you so much. And of course, those reviews help other people find the show and say, wow, okay, this is a show that people like, and here's why they like it. All right. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. So as I said, we're talking about changing careers today, and let's jump into my very first top tip. And if you are an avid listener of the show, or if you're a client of mine, you're going to know what this whole thing is about on this tip, and it's called the puzzle of you. And If you're new here, the puzzle of you is something I do with my clients in about month four and month five of us coaching together out of the nine-month process. And what we do is we put together all these different pieces of who they are. So the different pieces are things like their values, their strengths, their way of thinking, their motivation. Um, What else is on there? Their child self, their desires, their passion, their life purpose. I think there's something like... 10 different puzzle pieces. I just worked on a a graphic for it with my designer. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool to like see this visually. But for whatever reason, I can't remember all of them. But that's what a puzzle of you is. So it's just putting together all these different pieces of who you are and then seeing the patterns in that and seeing kind of what your, you know, zone of genius or some people call it like your secret sauce or just your overall life purpose too of, you know, what is it I'm here to do? What was I sent on this planet to contribute? Because we all want that deeper why, right? And we all want those things that make us get out of bed, even on the hard days and say, okay, I'm contributing to this bigger thing, or I know that I'm in the right direction. And that's what the puzzle of you gives you. It just gives you a really great understanding of who you are and who you are on this bigger picture. So in my puzzle of you, you know, I have, as I said, the values, the strengths, the way of thinking, the motivation, all that fun stuff. But my bigger puzzle of me is knowing that I am here to contribute and give love and to help people find a deeper love for themselves. And in doing that, they find more fulfillment and they get the results they want and all that fun stuff. And I know I'm here to help women. And so for me, yes, I get to do that in my coaching practice, right? But I get to show up that way in all areas of my life. And so it feels like my career, in essence, is my purpose or my zone of genius or secret sauce. Again, you can call it whatever you want, but that's what I feel like I'm here to do. 
And I feel like I'm really good at being able to connect with people and individualize and understand who they are and motivating them into action. So again, of course, this is great in my coaching practice, but it's also great in my personal life and just allows me to feel like I'm always showing up as my best self and contributing to something bigger because that's what we all want at the end of the day. We want to feel like we're making a difference. And so that puzzle of you can give you that. Now, a great way to build out the first puzzle of you is to go and take an assessment and you're going to know what this assessment is if you followed me for a while, but it's called Clifton Strengths. It used to be called StrengthsFinder. And this assessment is going to test your top natural talents. So it takes about 30 minutes to take. It's $19.99 to take at the time of this recording. You can also unlock your full list of strengths for, I believe, $49.99. But as long as you just get those top five, that's a really great start. And you're going to start to understand what is it that I'm really good at in this world and um, how can I make those talents even better and turn them into strengths and make them something amazing inside of me. So many times what we're good at, we don't see in ourselves because they're so natural to us. And so it's important that we recognize how we're unique and special and taking that Clifton Strengths assessment will help you start to do that. You know, it's so interesting because I actually have a client right now. She's near the end of working with me in the nine-month process. But when we first started, I just had her take the Clifton Strengths. I didn't know like her puzzle of you yet. And just based on what she was doing and what her Clifton Strengths showed, I was like, whoa, girl, I can totally see why you are unfulfilled in your career because you're not using any of your strengths in your career at all, nor is it a career where we could implement those strengths in any way. So we started playing around with maybe she could implement her strengths in her personal life. And that just didn't really pan out. And so as we've been working together these past few months, she has made a very big transition, not a gradual one, but a very big transition into a new career in a way where she's like, oh my gosh, it almost feels magical that I've been able to do this. And already I just feel so much better, even though I'm, you know, low on the totem pole. Like she did not follow kind of the system I'm giving you today of how to keep that momentum because she was just in a place where she she didn't care. She didn't really care to keep that momentum. So she's just feeling so much better off just knowing the Clifton strengths at that point and knowing how to fulfill those in a different way. So that's a powerful tip I'm giving you here. And if you don't know how to understand your results when you get them, I do have a free online community. You will get the link on the outro and you can find it in the show notes. But in that community, if you get your strengths and you say, you know, Lindsay, hey, help me understand these, I will totally give you a really quick reading on them. I can just look at someone's top five strengths. I sit back. I know this is going to sound weird, but I sit back and I visualize those strengths and how they work together. And then all of a sudden, like my brain just pops out like a computer, these few sentences of, okay, well, this one works with this one in this way, and this one works with this one, and this is what your secret sauce is, just off your strengths. So I used to do that on my Instagram a lot and say, oh, tell me your strengths, and I'll give you, you know, this information. But now just go to my community, and I'll give that to you so you can get a better understanding of what your strengths mean. Because again, that stuff is gold. If you do the bigger puzzle, it's amazing. But the strengths is a really great way to start. Now, I do want to say that sometimes it's not really a career issue. And this, again, goes back to someone's puzzle or even just looking at their Clifton strengths. 
you can see very clearly, or at least I can see very clearly when someone says, I'm not fulfilled in my career, but then I see their strengths and maybe it is aligned with their career. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, I don't understand because your strengths are in alignment with what your career is. And so I had a client, which she was actually one of my very first clients and she was a teacher and she said, I hate teaching. Like I'm so over teaching. And what I want to do is I want to grow my business and my, her business was building things. I won't go into more detail because I don't want to give away her identity, but it was building things. Okay. So a big career change in essence, right? From teaching to doing this building thing. And she's like, I just feel so good when I'm there and I'm building this stuff. And and then when I got our strengths, I was like, I see why you like building things. And especially as we dug deep in her um, puzzle of her, right? I could see, you know, the passions and all that there. But I was like, but still, like you can use some of this in your teaching career. And so as we dug deeper, it was an issue with one of her Clifton strengths actually being in overdrive and a coworker having that similar strength and them kind of combating to a point where she just wasn't fulfilled anymore in her career or so she thought when really it was a person issue. And so what happened was she came into coaching saying, hey, I want to get out of teaching ASAP. Here's my goal. And what we ended up doing was we built her side business and that started to really thrive of the building things. But then she realized, oh my gosh, I really do love teaching. I just needed to tweak a few things and the way I was handling things and the way I was thinking about things. And now I really enjoy teaching. And so she was able to even blossom in teaching, get promotions with, you know, different, um, I think, coaching opportunities and things of that sort. And so she was making even more money, getting to do even more of what she wanted to do. And so it was like this added bonus that she was able to keep teaching along the way. And so that's just the power sometimes of digging a little deeper and really starting to understand, okay, what's going on here? Is it really a career issue or is it something else? And again, that puzzle of you can start to unlock that. And also when I work with my clients, we do about two to three months of work of trying to uncover and release, heal, deal, and feels. I keep saying lately on some episodes of some things from their past, because that can really make a big influence on people of things they get triggered by, of things that are in overdrive in their personality, of things that just, just don't feel good in a work environment. And a lot of times our work environment, we manifest the same thing we had as we did growing up. So like our parents are kind of manifested in either our boss or our coworkers or just the overall company environment. And so we're like, oh my gosh, like here I am again in this similar environment. And it isn't until we go in and heal some of the stuff from our childhood, even if we had a great childhood, that then we change our belief system, we change our thoughts, and then all of a sudden things start to shift in our worlds. We get new opportunities and new jobs, or maybe just, again, the work situation changes because of your mindset. So again, a lot deeper stuff here. And I want to give you another micro tip in this bigger tip of looking at the puzzle of you is, like I said, sometimes when we see the puzzle of somebody, it's like, wow, you're actually really using those strengths in your career. Or how could we incorporate those strengths more and make it kind of a hybrid role of what you're already doing, but just add in more of what you're wanting? 
I'll give you an example of a client who she came to me, she's an accountant, but she has all these um, relational strengths. And so she would go to work and just kind of crunch the numbers kind of thing, right? But she wanted to keep the momentum of what she built in her accounting career, because that's taken years upon years and many certifications and all that stuff. But she wanted to have more of a people impact. And what happened as we were working together, she was able to find and then obtain a job where she was doing accounting, but she was also doing training. And so it allowed her to incorporate both of those things and make a transition into this hybrid career of what she had and get what she wanted. Again, she was like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, this is like magic. How did I do this in just a few months? I'm like, this is the puzzle of you, baby. When you know that and you know what you want, like it's so crazy cool because then our brain knows what we want and it goes after it. And then all of a sudden we just see the things that are meant for us and boom, it just kind of happens and falls in our lap. And because you know the puzzle of you, you know what you're good at, you know what you bring to the table, you have this confidence about you. And so you can go in and do really well in interviews, if not land the interview and many times negotiate a great salary and then start on this kind of hybrid path, right? And one more example I want to give you here is I had a client a while ago, years ago, and she was like, you know, I really like my career for the most part, but I don't feel like I'm living at my highest potential with it. So when she would wake up in the morning, she was super excited to go to work, but she's just like, you know what? I just know that there's more for me out there. And so as we worked together, what happened was she just started to build up more of this high vibe energy, you know, confidence, whatever you want to call it. And her job actually called her and said, hey, listen, we have this promotion opportunity for you. It pays more, blah, 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 blah. And she ended up getting that promotion to kind of step into more of her potential just from something that falls into her lap. So... The magic here is pretty amazing of what can happen when I have a lot of consults with women who say, oh, I want a career change. And to them, it just feels so impossible almost to make that change or it feels really scary to them to make that change. And I'm like, baby, I promise you it's so much easier than we think it is. We just need sometimes the right tools and the right help to get us there. So Again, lots of micro tips in that bigger tip of just knowing what the puzzle of you is and really figuring out, okay, is this a career issue or is this just a puzzle issue? Like, am I just not using certain aspects of myself? And then, you know, figuring out what it is you do want and how to utilize that and figuring out how to start to make that transition. All right, so tip number two is... If it's time for a change, like you have deemed, it is definitely time for a change. Maybe not a career change, but at least a job change, okay? So it could be a career, it could be a job, whatever. How can you do this in the way that you want? So if you're somebody that's like, listen, I do not want to get paid less. I do not want to give up, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Maybe it's, you know, work-life balance. Maybe it's certain perks you have from your job, whatever, Just get really clear of what it is that you want to keep maintaining into your new job and maybe even stretch that a little bit and say, what's more that I want here with this new job? Maybe I'd like Fridays off. Maybe I'd like to get paid more. Maybe I'd like, you know, a 
you know, five weeks vacation. I don't know. But start to dream about what it is you want, but also set the boundaries of what you're not willing to give up. And then if, you know, if you don't want to lose money, ask yourself, well, how can I create that? If you don't want to put up with annoying work environments now, well, how can you make it happen? If you want more time to build what's next, how can you find that? So I'm throwing a lot of questions at you right now. Your brain's probably going all over the place, but these are the kinds of things I want you to start asking yourself. I want you to get really clear on what it is that you want this transition to look like for you and what it is the new role is. Like get really clear, dream about it like you're a little kid just sitting in a tree looking at the stars and just daydreaming, right? That's the kind of mentality I want you to have as you think about your next career and and just start to write down all the details, like how much money do you make? What are the benefits? What are the people like that you work with? Even, you know, how far is it from your home? Get very, very specific about what it is that you want. And I will tell you, you can find it so quickly because as I said earlier, once you know what it is you want, the brain knows then what to do to find it. And all of a sudden you start building in or bringing in these opportunities that are very much in alignment with what you want. Now, you may not get everything you want. You may like be missing, you know, the the distance from your home. But you're going to be like, whoa, this is so cool. You know, I actually just did this recently with a client just in early June. And so now at the time of this recording, it's late July. So just a few weeks ago. And she's like, oh, I just don't know where to go with my career. And I coached her. I didn't even do like the puzzle of you. I did have her Clifton Strengths. So I will give you that. But um, as I was looking at her strengths, she was just going through some different career options. And we kept going back to her strengths, kept going back. And I was like, oh, but your strengths are just so in alignment with this, this path. I mean, you could do the other thing, but, but your strengths alone just really align with this other career. And so we played with that. And then she got really clear on what it is that she wanted in that career and all those things. Within days, no flipping joke, within days, that girl had interviews and she has landed her next job. I mean, crazy, right? And right now we're going through the coronavirus. Everyone thinks like the um, economy is, is, is shutting down and it's condensing, right? But it's not necessarily true. When everyone's starting to think in that mindset of, oh, you know, we're in this horrible time and there's no opportunity and everyone's getting laid off and unemployment is high, then that's the trap you're going to fall into of like there's no opportunity. But there are opportunities out there. There are some things that are expanding. My business is one of them, for example. I'm expanding right now. And other companies are like that too. And so don't get in that mindset. Total side note, but just please don't get into that mindset because you can really create what it is that you want here. And I'll give you an example from my own life. So you know my story. You know that when I went through my divorce at 28, I had actually been a stay-at-home mom for hmm, two or three years at that point. Before that, I was in human resources and I had a dance studio, but I left all that behind to stay at home with my daughter. Well, then I found out about my, you know, then partner's double life and the divorce and all of that stuff, right? And obviously I had to go get a job. Well, I wasn't going to go back full time because him and I made an agreement that I was going to stay part-time employment as long as I could. And he would do certain things financially to help me with that, which I'm very grateful for but I had to get a job still, right? And I knew that I wanted to do coaching at that point. And so I wanted a part-time job that really just paid my bills. And so I got really clear of like, okay, I want it 
where I can basically make my own hours. I'm only working 20 hours a week. I'm making this amount of money. And basically it's a job where I get to go in and build my coaching business. Now you would think where in the world would Lindsay find something like that? Like she was dreaming this totally unrealistic dream, right? And I thought I was crazy too, my friend, but there was a part of me that was like, go for it. Like, do not settle for anything less. And within, gosh, it felt like weeks. It may have been months, but it felt like weeks I had that job. In fact, I was applying to so many things that were outside of what I was dreaming of because, as I said, a part of me thought I was crazy. Like, you're not going to get this, Lindsay. Like, this is stupid. And I would go on interviews for other jobs and it just did not pan out at all. And I even got on one interview where they were like checking my references and they were like, oh, we're going to offer you this job and it was going to be full time. And I felt really torn about it because I had made this kind of commitment to only work part time. And then it ended up falling through last minute. And then I got the interview that ended up becoming the job of it having everything. So it was at a local university. I could make my own hours. I got paid just enough to cover my bills. And in essence, it was a grant funded job that really didn't have many job responsibilities. They just needed it because the grant had written in having this grant administrator. And so I got to go to work and in essence, build my coaching business. Like when I left that job, my husband even laughed about how much like paperwork I was taking from my desk because it was just so obvious that that's what I was doing the whole time. If somebody were to just look at my stuff, I did not hide it at all. And um, yeah, it was just really crazy how I was able to manifest that in my life. It was just such a blessing. So just know that you can create this too. really trust yourself trust the universe or God, or if you believe in any of that to meet you halfway, all you have to do sometimes is just get really clear on what it is you want and just do whatever you need to believe enough to go after that. As I said, I didn't fully believe I could get it. So I kind of went on these tangents, but thank goodness those didn't come through. And I was getting to a point where I was almost getting a little panicky. Like I was down to the last of my savings. I think just a couple thousand of dollars. I was like, oh my gosh, something's got to happen. Um, and then it just did. And so I'm so glad that um, I didn't f- go into fear, right? Of course, it's so easy to see looking back of like, oh, you know, <laughs> it worked out well for you. I know your brain may be thinking that too. It might not work out well for me, but please, please trust it. I've seen it happen time and time and time again. In fact, I don't think I've ever had a client who just settled in essence. Like we've gotten them to a place in their mindset where they believe more in getting the dream than not. And then they end up getting it. It's just so cool. It's so cool. Now, one more micro tip I want to add there about making the transition what you want is the biggest fear I see with women are actually ones who have made a good career for themselves and are making decent, if not great money. Because the women who aren't making that much money, like I I was going from zero, right? When I was trying to find a job. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't that scared of losing anything. I'd already lost everything. But when you have something that's good, it's hard to give that up to create something that's great. But I will tell you this, is that because you have created a space where you are able to create that amount of money 
it's a lot easier for you to go create that somewhere else. So you've built, in essence, this capacity to obtain that kind of money. And so you've built beliefs and a self-worth about yourself and a confidence about you to go and find that somewhere else. Now, you may have beliefs in there of like, oh, I'll never get paid X, Y, Z in this profession like I do in this one. And that's some beliefs you'll need to clean up. But in essence, you've created the space for you to make that kind of money. And so it's usually a lot easier for women to go and create that same amount, if not more, somewhere else. Because again, they have an energy about them that will allow them to create that moving forward. So in my case, like I was making nothing. And before that, I really wasn't making that much. I think I was making like 45K um, in my human resources job. I was still pretty early on in my HR career. So I wasn't making that much. And so I wasn't really thinking about making that much money because I didn't have the capacity to even claim that for myself. I just thought, man, I just want a job where I can pay my bills and, you know, have this freedom and flexibility. So just know that you can create that too. You just, again, have to get really clear on what it is you want and believe in it enough to go after it and stay committed to it. All right. Okay, so now we're on to my final tip, which is tip number three, and that is make a decision and then stay in massive action with it. Go all in. So if you've heard the recent episodes about strong decision making, massive versus frantic action, you know what I'm talking about here, but I'll give you a quick little rundown if you haven't heard it. So massive action is basically going massively toward your goals and staying focused with them and not having this frantic energy of I'm in, I'm out, I'm here, I'm there. I really encourage you to listen to that episode if you haven't, because I think it's one of my best ones to date. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's called massive versus frantic action. And then the other thing too is just make the decision. Once you sit down and you really think about what it is that you want and you've you've done enough research to know who you are on a deep level by having that puzzle of you or whatever you do, and then you start to realize again what you want, just commit to that. Go all in with it and say, I am going for this. Like I, you may have your doubts. It's not saying you're not going to have your doubts in your days when you don't believe and the days you don't feel discouraged, but just keep the belief alive enough to keep going after it and saying, this is what I'm going to do no matter what. Decide that this is it for you. Like decide it going into it. So many people say, well, what if I get in that career and then I don't like it? Well, maybe, maybe that will happen. I don't know, but decide for right now, this is the next best step. Just decide and then go with it. You'll figure it out as you go along. But you sitting and spinning and thinking about it over and over again is only going to waste time. So just decide for it, get enough information that you need, and then move forward. That's why I love the puzzle of you again, because it's like, what more do you need? Like, here's all the information. We even see all the patterns now. Like, now is the time. Let's go, right? And then just decide. You can make it happen. And the more you know, that you want from it, the more you can get from it. And and then decide what you're going to do to create that for yourself. So I'm going to give you an example of my own life of what I mean here by this. So I knew early on after I had become a coaching client that I was going to be a life coach. Like I just 
I just knew it. Like, this was a thing. This is what I'm going to do. This is the profession I've always wanted. I just didn't know it existed. I am loving the results that I'm getting. I also had a tarot card reader. Many of you may know this story, but I had a tarot card reader that kind of told me about life coaching and said, you're going to have this big career. And so she put that belief in my mind. Whereas I think now some of that is a bunch of BS, but she put that thought in my mind and she knew just enough of my puzzle of me from seeing my birth chart of being like, hey, you would be so good in this profession. So I had that momentum going into it. Of, okay, I know I want to do this. Like I was following the desires and the passions and just this feeling of knowing that it was right. But I thought life coaching was kind of a joke, even though I had gotten great results from it. I thought life coaches didn't make a lot of money. I thought that, um, you know, I just didn't know how I was going to create this career that I wanted because I had a vision of the success I wanted to create in some sort of career. And then I had this thought of how I want to feel in my career. And then I had this, you know, thought and belief of the art and science of coaching and what I loved about it. I was like, okay, I just don't know how all that's going to mix together. And what happened is I started to see breadcrumbs, right, of getting online and seeing coaches who were embodying kind of the energy and the business, at least from afar, that I had envisioned for myself. And I was like, wow, these guys are actually credible. And these guys look like they're making money. And then I dug a little bit deeper and I found coaches who were really making money. And so that kind of shattered that belief that coaches don't make money. And so I was just able to follow those little step by steps along the way to lead me to where I am today and where I'm going to go next and next and next in my career, right? But I'm just so glad that I didn't sit there and think, oh, well, coaches don't make enough money or coaches aren't taking seriously and then just left it there. I'm glad that I followed that calling inside of me to just go one step at a time and the rest of it's kind of fallen together. And so you just have to trust that. You have to just decide, okay, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it fit for me and just know that Maybe it won't be the best fit long term. Maybe, you know, I'll realize as I do it, it won't happen. It won't be great. But you've got to have the courage to just go there anyway. For me, I knew just in the few years I was in the corporate world and human resources was like, oh, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like it was it wasn't that painful. And yet it was. It was so painful to wake up every day and just feel unfulfilled. I was like, I can't do this. I cannot go back to this. And so I was more scared of going back to that than what was on the other side of coaching. And I am really grateful that I did have that tarot card reader that said, oh, you're gonna have this big career in coaching. Because again, she put in that seed of, okay, I think maybe I'll create this. When really she was just kind of putting that thought in my mind and I've been able to create that anyway. So you can put in whatever thought you want. You can always go and try on thoughts. We've talked about that in the managing your mind episode, right? And go try on thoughts like you go and try on clothes. You can sit there and think, you know, I am, I have a lot of bloggers (laughs) the last year or so, but you could say like something like I'm a blogger making six figures. You know, I'm a teacher who makes this or does this. Or, you know, I'm somebody who helps women do X, Y, and Z, and I make blah, 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 whatever. Again, you can create whatever you want here. So you just have to believe enough to go out and get it, right? That's the biggest tip I'm giving you. Believe in it enough. Know who you are, believe in it, create what it is, and then go after it full force. Now, the last little tip I want to give you here 
And it's going to sound a little infomercially, but I can't help but tell you this. So if you're going to make a change in your career, just know your mind is likely going to freak the F out because a part of you has to die in order for this new part of you to be born. And your brain is going to think that you are literally dying. And so it's going to send off all these sirens and red flags, and it's going to make you feel like crap. And you're going to have to get uncomfortable again because you're likely gotten really comfortable in the career you're at. And it's going to feel like you're taking steps backwards and you're going to question your decisions a lot. Again, these are generalizations. It doesn't always happen. And it's just really important that you're managing your mind through this time because it's just going to feel a little bit scary. Even if you know you're stepping into something better for yourself, again, you're going to just freak out. So it's really important that you have a coach on your side to help you manage that mind and help you calm those anxieties and your learning tools to help you manage your own mind and keep it at bay. And so this is one of the biggest reasons why I'm able to get clients to new careers or on new pathways in just a few months because we're coaching through those fears and insecurities and I'm reassuring them of things and keeping their beliefs high when they doubt themselves or doubt that it can happen and so it's just sometimes we underestimate having some sort of support system I know at least I do in my life like oh I got this I can do this on my own but then when I do reach out for help with a coach I think oh I'm so glad I did that like it was totally worth the investment even though my brain initially always tries to tell me, oh, don't spend money on that, Lindsay. You can do it on your on your own. And every time I prove my brain wrong, my brain really hates coaching at the end of the day in a lot of ways. Like it loves the feeling of it afterward, but going into it is like, oh, here we go, right? And we're gonna have to pay money and la 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 la, right? But just know that I would love to coach you through your own career transitions or career changes. It is something I love doing with clients, and I just have a group right now walking in the door who are making a lot of career changes, or that's their goal at least, so I'm so excited to work with them. I'd love to work with you. Right now, the first step to seeing if we're a good fit is going and taking my free coaching assessment. The link is on the show notes. It's also on the outro. So just go take that assessment, see if we're a good fit to work together. You can book a free consult call from that, and then we can talk deeper about what it is you want coaching to help you with. And I can get a really great idea of what it is you want. So I can say, yes, absolutely. I can deliver on this or eh, I think you may be a better fit somewhere else. So thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope it was a great one for you. Two other quick episodes that would be helpful to listen to are my Rock Your Resume episode and my Side Job Benefits, I believe it's what it's called episode. I'll link both in the show notes. But those episodes can help you build upon your career even more, like your resume if you're making that transition or seeing how you can make a transition with making something new, a side job. So two really great episodes. Hope you love them. Hope you love this one. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. 
Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.